Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. We are back in the room once more to give our take on video games. This week, we're going to be giving our take on the most recent state of play, which literally just took place like a few days ago, Thursday, the 27th of May. And at this most recent state of play, it was a featurette based on Horizon 2 Forbidden West. A little while back, we had an episode where we were saying, where are all the games? We haven't even seen more from that. I suppose it's coming this year. We have finally seen more from that. So that's exciting, and we're going to be giving our take on it. But there's a few other things that we're going to bring up as well that weren't necessarily at state of play, but were revealed in the same week. Uh, one of them being Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. There was more footage covered on that from lots of different um, uh, game covery people, you know, Eurogamer, IGN, and all these kinds of people. Um but also, we're going to bring up the most recent uh, PS Plus games that are coming in June, which will be downloadable this week. Um, and I, yeah, I wanted to bring them up because I think it's interesting that State of Play, that it's not something that the tack on at the end is like a little reminder of, here's what PlayStation is giving everyone, by the way, if you're subscribed to us. So, um, so those are all things we're going to be talking about. And obviously, we would love other people to join in on the discussion at any point. So if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to jump down into the comments to share your own thoughts on Horizon and everything else that we bring up in this episode. And you can also support this channel by giving the video a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell so you know when we put out future content. This is on audio platforms, which is where we started off, so it's cool if you are, like uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you like to listen to us. You can also touch base with us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, again, to let us know your take on everything we bring up today. But without further ado, let's talk. State of play. Okay, so in general, what did you guys think of the most recent state of play? It was just it was just a horizon, wasn't it? Yeah, that's all that was shown at it. It was a horizon okay. feature. Like even the countdown leading up to it was like stills from Horizon Two. The first, yeah, oh yeah. Was that the, I thought it was the first game? No, or is the second? No, because so... he said at the end. There, I mean, some maybe there's like areas that you revisit or something in the early parts of the game. But your man did say at the end that in the countdown we showed you some oh, of right, yeah, what yeah, you yeah, will be yeah. seeing. And then he said, um, but here's there's more to come or whatever like that. So, yeah, I believe that's all locations. Are... I thought it was a cool countdown because like, I do like those state of play countdowns where they use like the PlayStation graphics like things. I, I don't mean well, the... this made way Game more track. sense. It's like, you yeah. know, it's it's now I think they're I imagine this is the way it's going to be going forward. I think so. It'll like... just be like a game featurette. Yeah. And I think now it's like, OK, at least it, that makes sense now. Instead of it trying, it yeah. Instead of it trying to be these smaller, like here's a bunch of shit mm. that you're gonna see throughout the the thing, like because I always found with the state of plays, they're they're too short to get enough information about each game coming out. Yeah, and a lot mm. of the games coming out, you could have just put a trailer on YouTube, essentially. Like the, the, it's it's no need for this because the state of play almost feels like an event, or at least yes. that's the kind of. Well, that's the vibe it gives off, yeah. yeah. Whereas if it's like, okay, each one is just going to be about a specific game and we're going to scatter it throughout the year, 
Yeah, I think that's probably a better formula for it because we've discussed how state of play is confusing. Yeah, very much so. And I think it's been... Well, I think in the beginning, they had a lot to share. So in the beginning, it was an event. Yeah. And the more it goes on, they realize we don't have enough to show for these to be events. However... They have Deathloop. There is, yeah, just show Deathloop again. But there is stuff that they could have added to this. I don't really understand why they didn't. And they are PlayStation exclusives. So yeah. I'm a bit confused. Um, just I mean, with like the you, way men- everything's you mentioned Integrate, you mentioned PlayStation Plus. It is because that is this week. Like that, that was yeah. earlier in the week. The timing couldn't them. be more perfect to have all that happen at State of Play. Yeah, I'm, cause I'm even confused. For- for Intergrade, they had a, what a, a someone from IGN play it and show it off. No, but well, that, that's that's the that one I watched. One of the, yeah, that was one of the ones. But even like your gamer and like there was loads of other people also covered that same footage. I don't know if they got to play it or they were sent that footage and they had to like kind of talk over it. But um, but that's out there as well if people want to check it out. Um, but obviously, look, uh, Horizon was the main feature this time around. Um, I I kind of wish that the state of play was quarterly. And longer. Yeah. Like 40 minutes once every three months. And there's loads of shit out of it. Because I don't know, I walk away more, more excited when there's lots of shit to kind of dig your teeth into. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if they're wanting to spread them out like more smaller pieces just to kind of keep PlayStation constantly in headlines. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. So yeah. every, every month there's always something. Yeah, and it just keeps the energy up a bit. Yeah, because normally, yeah, normally it would just be the E three event, and it's like a big, you know, the month of June basically is going to be announcements, announcements, announcements. It's like that's the way it is every year. But after June, it's like you know a few more. Quiet. I think it's all the game releases then in the end of the year. But then there's like a big gap between that and next June essentially. Um. So having a scattered throughout is probably just to keep it in everyone's mind. It's like here, here's a bunch of games for the console you can't order. Yeah, but well, it's kind of as interesting as that because, like I was about to say, it's like I like the whole E3 thing where you get like oh like, I love it too, known, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool. But at the same time, um, there is always like lots and lots of games that really fall on the wayside because there'll be some big game with a showcase that absolutely fucking steals the show. I think it was like. You know, a couple of years ago, for example, uh, not for me, but for a lot of other people, it was Cyberpunk when Keanu Reeves walked out on stage and nobody was talking about any other game because they were like, oh my God, Keanu Reeves walked on stage, so this yeah. game must be good. <laughs> I, was like, I, I think it was at that same one where John Bernthal walked out on stage too. For like Ghost he, Recon or something? Was yeah, that? for Ghost Recon, yeah, but he came out yeah. with his dog. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. But then Keanu Reeves. Uh, and then there was the the year when they announced like that this is a this was probably my favorite one ever and i still love watching reactions to it but the year they just announced the reveal of final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> oh yeah just like, that's, it was like, that's even the highlight of e3 it, really isn't it yeah people watching it were even just like okay e3 is over it's done now <laughs> yeah but about, like there was loads more to show they were like shut it off it's done there's no no, no need to continue oh. i don't know some, some of the set designs they did really yeah good. Like, cause was it Days Gone or was it Last of Us, where they had people, like, dressed as zombies, hanging from like, 
ropes and chains and shit on the stage. Oh, um, yeah, I, don't, I can't ha- remember which game it was. They had, yeah, they they had like the sound of rain. They had like the like the 3D audio effect of rain. I think it was actually Days Gone. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah, that was like really good. That kind of shit's but, cool. I think this year E3 is going to be done kind of like the way DC Fandom was done. All digital? It's like or a, not it's digital. It's a digital but... conference and you can mm. go to different kind of digital halls, essentially. But I don't yeah. know if it's but like... it's really just going to be Microsoft, though. Uh, you well, know, just... like, you say that, but, like, WB Games are going to be at it. Square Enix are going to be at it. I know, um, but I, 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 they always have... Well, Square Enix might have a few interesting things, but... Like, there was always extra studios. Like, Ubisoft was always there. Activision was always yeah, there. And, and, all gonna like be that. There. and EA was always there. Yeah. But no one really gave a shit, right? People I watched this it I for... Re- people watched it for Microsoft. People watched it for Sony. Because the thing is, it's like a lot of those games yeah. are going to be scattered within Microsoft showing and what would have been Sony shown. And back in yeah. the day, the height of E3 when Nintendo used to be there. Like it was always confusing to me as to why are the third party developers also have their own shows? Because how many times do I need to see Assassin's Creed? And like I'm seeing it on every show now and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. I I used to always only watch the the big platform shows, and this year with Microsoft having Bethesda, it's like I feel sorry for anyone else wanting to do a show. Well, yeah, I mean, Xbox fans are going to have just the most amazing time. Anyone yeah, I think I, I cannot wait to see what they're showing, because I, yeah. I think it's just going to steal the the, the month. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, obviously, it's got, like, literally the month of June, will, everyone will be talking Xbox, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I mean, Halo Infinite is a definite. If they're not showing more of that, then there's going to be concern or worry over what the fuck has happened with that game, because that was supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, that was supposed to be a launch game. Yeah. And obviously, they brought it back because of some some backlash over how it was looking, but it was obviously supposed to be nearly done. So at this point, they they're surely going to be ready to show it again at E3. Yeah. Starfield is going to be shown. I, I I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see that. how that ends what up that looking. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they might show Elden Ring. Like, there's a lot they could show now that has been kind of on. They're the not cards. Elden Ring, though. Is it? That's not them. No, that's from software's Elden Ring. Yeah, I know, but wasn't it going to be an Xbox game? I don't or, think so. Or, but or Hellblade would be the one where I'm really oh, excited yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I yeah. cannot wait to see what Hellblade looks like. I want to see more of yeah. that shit. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm actually wondering, because if EA is going to be out, are they considering there was a the- teaser? Yes. Are I they think, going I to show? So. so, for me, Microsoft probably, I'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. Because if EA shows the new Mass Whatever. Effect... Whatever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if they're not showing... If Bethesda is not showing Elder Scrolls 6, fuck off. <laughs> well, there probably won't be anything on Elder Scrolls. No, no there won't be. I know, I know. I'm, just... I'm no, expecting maybe more Doom. At the moment. Yeah. Um, like a, another Doom DLC or something like that. I actually or, think or updates. you could see... get a Caesar though, for an Evil Within 3. Probably, actually. Yeah, mm. you could do. That's yeah. a possible one. Because it's been a few years now since Evil Within 2. Nothing... Like no gameplay or anything like that. Oh yeah, just, yeah. Just, a, just a, a teaser, just enough yeah. to go. Oh, cool, that's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like that could happen. EA has such a bad track record. I just find it too diff- difficult to get excited about anything. That EA yeah, does. I don't give a shit about that. But I actually, I'm looking forward to WB Games. You see? Yeah, like because they've never had one. Yeah, and now to, like for them first. to have one on their own, I'm like, great. 
I'm going to see more Gotham Knights. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Probably more show Suicide Squad. Of the Suicide Squad game, maybe they'll show a first look at gameplay. So I really need to works. see what the gameplay looks like for that because I the trailer think. is just. Trailer was not for me. Wasn't yeah, no. wasn't what I was looking for. Trailer so. looked too Fortnitey for me. For an Arkham I wonder if that's game. the way the gameplay is going to be. It might you be know, like dropped be. in onto a large map and yeah. do little activities Dist- throughout districts and... of Metropolis. It could be that could yeah. be what it is. Um, but I also think there's other stuff that's going to come from WB Games. Uh, we'll probably see more of Hogwarts Legacy. You know, like that and Gotham yeah. Knights were both supposed to come this year. Obviously, have been delayed to next year. But they were because they were supposed to come this year, there's obviously enough of it to show. There's going to be something of it to show. So yeah. I think WB Games are going to have a really good um, showcase. So I, I, I don't oh, know. It's going to be, I, I think it's going to be good, but I still think Microsoft is going to come out of that. Oh, wearing, 100%. Uh, carrying the trophy. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the whole, no, like, who, who won E3? I still yeah, yeah. Those. I still it's, those and things. it's going to be, right, time to get an Xbox. Let's go. Yeah. That, that was overhype. Yeah, I think so. But I suppose for the moment, getting back to uh, State of Play then. And, uh, yeah, like, I, there's, there's got to be loads to talk about in terms of E3 once once we see everything. Um, But Horizon 2, then, what were your thoughts? Urk! Gorgeous. Absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, it opened up, and I was like, my God, San Francisco looks nothing like that. It looks so much better. <laughs> That's what they should make San Francisco look like. It was beautiful. The lighting, the, col- the vivid colors, uh, such a kind of, uh, like, s- quite a stark contrast I found to the first one. Because while the first one had greenery, it was still more of a harsh, desert, arid landscape mm. to then a, when you go up north, a very frozen wild frozen wild all right it was uh, yeah i mean and then but this one it's it's all kind of tropical looking and the new the new animals that they have or robots i should say are fucking awesome yeah i'd like to know why they're made what purpose do they serve right yeah and i suppose because it's the forbidden west like supposedly she's never been there before and so that's why we're seeing new machines because they were just regional or something you know part of a different territory I think that's cool because there is like, do you remember like when we were talking about like The Last of Us Part Two, and it's like if they start introducing new infected, like there's other phases that did, it's like, well hold on, they've been living in this world for twenty years, and all the journals they've highlighted that there's four phases. You can't fucking do that shit. And then they did something that was amazing actually. I was like, no, that fits in. That's fine. That's cool. That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, like I, I I don't like if there's no reason for a brand new enemy. Uh, hmm. Earlier Resident Evil games had an awful habit of doing it. <laughs> it's like, in this case, the T-Virus turns it into this thing. <laughs> How does this fucking thing work? Um, so the, the machines that are territorial, I think, is cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, super. And I like the, the raiders. The idea of the raiders, like, riding on these fucking Velociraptor look. And the fact that the Velociraptors have, like, a feather look to them. So I, staying I got well. that, too. I mean, I know they're obviously a lot bigger than actual yeah. Velociraptors, yeah, yeah. but that sticking that idea that the dinosaurs had like feathers and shit on them, I was like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. They're sticking to that, and they actually and they kind of move and stuff as they're as they're like yeah. searching. I thought that was so cool. I thought it was deadly. Uh, just yeah, just absolutely graphically gorgeous game. Uh, very intrigued. Very yeah. intrigued. See what that storm and that red shit is. The red stuff kind of nice. reminded me of. Um, it was it in one of the DLC for Destiny? There was like some red infection crap. Yeah. 
Yeah, so kind of remind me of that, but I'm going to assume there's a way more like realistic scientific reason to what it is. Right, right. And the mammoth. It was also in the first one, though, wasn't it? So it could be similar to what was in the first one. Well, it was like a it was a red computer virus. Now it seems yeah. to be affecting the our actual, natural world, which yeah. is really interesting. Mm. And actually, I like that they still showed a corruptor when she were when she was swimming and coming out of the water. There was actually a, a ruined corruptor just there in the water. Oh right, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. The underwater stuff looked great. Yeah, yeah that oh looks God. really beautiful. Yeah, and just the traversal underwater looks great. Uh, it looks really good. I, I just when you brought up the red light thing, right? Um, because I remember as I was watching the gameplay happening, um, and she was like hiding in like a red bush, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's a bit fucking convenient. She has red hair, so they've what they've sprawled red bushes everywhere so she can hide, right? And then when it was like, that's actually nature's getting affected by this blight thing, and it's part of the story. And but there's been like, that was oh, in that... the first game though. Yeah. Oh, was it? That's how yeah. you hid red was bushes? in red bushes, yeah. Because she had red hair, you could hide in red bushes. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Just as I was playing, I, 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 I think it's because they just put so much emphasis on the blight thing. I thought, oh, is that like a cool game design thing? But now, nope, take good. that back. <laughs> it still sucks. No, but I did notice that like she's less red in it. Like she's less ginger. She's like kind of more brownie. Like a colors. Tuscan sunset. <laughs> it's I, like it. Wow, beautiful! <laughs> I thought she looked a lot like um, uh, just when I showed her face model this time, I thought she looked an awful lot like Amy Lee from Evanescence. She is different looking, isn't she? She's a bit different. Her, yes. Yeah. I don't want to say specifically what is it, but yeah, she looks a bit different. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, honestly, I mean, uh, when I saw the first Aloy, I was like, that's a very iconic looking character. Doesn't remind me of anyone. And straight away this time, for some reason, Amy Lee from Evanescence came into my head. I don't know why. But mm. um, just just her face. Not obviously the hair is yeah. totally different, but just her face. Like the animation as well at the beginning looked a little odd to me. When there was when she was speaking to the, the injured man. Yeah. There's something about it. It was like now obviously there's room for improvement, they're still working on it, but um there was just something about it that looked a little weird. Mm. I love that your man just kept taking her. Like I know she offered yeah, yeah, the just water like... to him, but he kept going. Google. Hold on. Okay, so this happened, and then this happened. <laughs> <laughs> every time he, he just keeps drinking swing. water. Yeah. yeah, he just kept taking swings after every sentence. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, mean, I fucking calm there. Like she needs a drink too. Like yeah, I fucking love the mumicle. I know, but right? It's, uh, like, it's straight out of like, the they even yeah. have the fucking bows and arrows up on top of the hut and everything like that. That is, and then like, it goes cool. back on his back legs and knocks everyone off. Yeah, no, I was like, still, like, still Kansas won that. There were some new additions that I thought were really cool, specifically the traversal stuff, like yes. the lot of verticality grapple to hook. it, which is great. Yeah, yeah, I like the grapple hook thing. I like that her focus highlights things that she can climb. Uh, it looked really fluid and cool, and I really liked that. Like it's strange. Um, but I really liked that blue holographic umbrella thing that she uses to glide. Yeah, a bit of Breath of the Wild glider in there. So that's yeah, nice to see. I thought that I thought that was cool. Uh, I mean, look at the first Horizon was pretty much a huge amalgamation of what other games have done, mm-hmm. and the second one looks kind of similar. Like <laughs> I didn't really see anything yeah. that's like new, where it's like 
I haven't seen that before. But I thought everything was implemented well in it. Yeah, well, I think the set in itself is just is unique enough. Yeah, be its be its own thing. But yeah, there there were um that the 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 thing when I first watched, it, I was like, okay, I was a little thrown off by Aloy's model because mm. I I just really loved the character design in, in the first one. So I was like, why change this? This is a little weird. Like recognizable as Aloy, obviously, but yeah, just, yeah. like why change the color of her hair? She was representing. She was representing the ginger, and now she's no longer full on ginger. Um. By the way, is just before you go further, is ginger is that used worldwide, or is that purely an Ireland UK thing? No, surely ginger is used worldwide. Is it redhead yeah. everywhere else? I don't know. No, well, red the redheads is like a spectrum. All right. Okay. There's lots of different variation of red. She's the strawberry now... blonde. <laughs> exactly. There's strawberry yeah. blonde is a type of red. There's Tuscan sunset. There's there's Tus- yeah, apparently. Who who uh, tried to tell Auburn. me that the reason for red hair is that the iron in the person's blood is rusty. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I don't know. I heard that when I was like, not the case. child. And as yeah. a child took that as fact because i was like that makes sense i've heard there's iron in blood yeah and if it was rusty <laughs> sure uh, obviously it's nonsense but yeah it's hey, yeah. it's just like yeah she she really stood out uh, among characters yeah I quite thought. like but, a fiery red hair but, but in the now mm. yeah and there's little streaks of blonde in it as mm. well so it's a much lighter red but now it's like more towards the brown it's like you know nearly like the the tomb raider silhouette nearly it's not that brown but it's like you were really iconic but now you're starting to look like other characters nearly from a, a distance really um but the when when you start seeing the area like the jungle and stuff like that visually this looked like uncharted 4 yeah 100%. but the thing is with uncharted 4 obviously is that they can make that look so good because it's such a narrow area it's such a small area it's linear whereas this is an open world with the quality of the the fine-tuned uncharted 4 graphics yeah um so that was really really impressive but it didn't blow me away because i would have seen that quality in uncharted it's just nice to see it in an open world so i was a bit like i don't know i was expecting a little bit more from a ps5 game as like this kind of to me looks a little bit like um just a really high performance ps4 game and then of course it ends saying that it is coming to ps4 as well so it's like so is it being held back a little bit by the hardware i think it possibly is your man and your man and i actually i really appreciated the way this was laid out in that they showed you all the gameplay first uninterrupted and then afterwards gave the kind of interview which is the let's talk through some of the new stuff we saw. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, um, I'm not giving out, but like at the last state of play during the Ratchet and Clank presentation, the guy was talking as you're watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, you know, and the Ratchet and Clank presentation was brilliant. It looked great. But I do prefer to be able to just look at everything and kind of make little notes of stuff myself mm-hmm. and, then, and then listen to someone kind of talk about it after the fact. They might bring up something that I didn't notice. But I liked that, like, for example, if he had been talking during it, when she goes to do the glider thing, you go, and here's a new feature that we've brought to Horizon. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, when she just did it, I was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. That's new. 
you know, yeah. like I was able to kind of engage with it myself. So I like that. Uh, but I, I kind of agree with you. I did find by the end of it, I was like, the world looks cool. The story is interesting. So I'm kind of intrigued and I want to explore that world. I'm not seeing enough kind of new developments in the combat. Like there's other weapons, but... That was one bit in particular, yeah, where yeah. it's like the, the combat still doesn't interest me. No, um, like this thing of people running at you and you trying to shoot the bow at them. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, so the the areas of oh, improvement seem to be traversal, traversal improvements. There's they enhance the combat with slight kind of cinematic angles. Yeah, that shit was cool. But but overall, it looks like the combat hasn't really made because that was my biggest complaint with the first one. I yeah. never found the combat fun. No, uh, not really. No. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's more to it in this. Yeah. What are you about, Sarek? They added in stealth takedowns. That wasn't in the first one, was it? Pretty sure it was, yeah. I think it was. But I do think it's going to be a bit smoother this time around. I do, like, I think she looks it's just more that... fluid and fast as well with the spear. She used to be quite yeah. slow and sluggish with it. I think mm. as they're showing the combat, it doesn't look much different. Like, it looks obviously better presented, but it doesn't yeah. look much different. But I actually think as well, kind of in an afterthought of looking at it, um, and I watched it twice. I, I went to rewatch it again on YouTube. Um, I do think that you're going to have to kind of play it to really know, does it feel better? Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It looks similar, but maybe it does play smoother. Maybe the controls are faster. Maybe it it responds quicker. You know, maybe that drawing a bow and shooting is going to be a lot cleaner than it was the first time around. Um, they might have tidied up the controls, but it just looks similar. They didn't so mention hard anything about haptics. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was like, so what the it's, hell? Because probably likely that there's not going to be any in it. Yeah. Not to the same, not to the extent that we were hoping. No, because we were kind of hoping that as you're running through bushes, you might feel it, or as you draw on the bow, you'll feel the resistance and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. you'll get a little bit on the adaptive triggers, but yeah, didn't really mention haptic feedback. Um, so maybe it's going to take like three years before we're really getting like full PS5 on five games. Games, like yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll be announcing the PS6. <laughs> But I'm just wondering then, like, God of War Ragnarok then, I feel like it's probably similar. I think that's a PS4 game. Like, a lot of the games that are coming out, these are they're PS4 games that are just yeah. being uh, well ported over. Well. What's interesting is, so for example, Resident Evil Village yeah. was only being built for the next gen. Okay. Originally. Originally, it was PS5, Xbox, um, Series X exclusive. Right. And PC, sorry. Um, and then when they kind of realized uh, that they're not going to get out as many consoles as they hope right, right. Capcom re-looked at it and said is it possible to put this on the last gen as well because like sales are important right mm -hmm. oh, really absolutely. important and you know if, if fuck all people actually have the console that your new game plays on and it's fucking resident evil which is like this we're building this game to be and they've said it themselves they built that game to be as accessible to as many players as possible that's why in their own words they turned down the fear question mark uh <laughs> puzzled <laughs> um but that's their that's their words that's why they looked at ori 4 as their biggest kind of um you know um but i would say forward. the same about that though like i i didn't find like Resident Evil Village looked great, but it didn't look generationally great. 
I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it still looked like this could perform on a PS4, and it can. Well, that's what um, they found out that it can. Yeah. yeah. That's why they, they released it that way. Yeah. So, I, that one I never really uh, questioned. I, I I assumed it was the other way around. I thought they were possibly right, making right. for PS4 and, and open, but um. Yeah, like it, it's not to take away from Horizon. It still like looks fucking amazing. Like the the foliage in particular, I thought looked really great because often what you see mm. in games is from a distance foliage looks really really good because it's got really good lighting, it's got really good uh, color contrast and things like that. But then once you get close to it, the textures all like yeah, really yeah, looks flat like, looking. Yeah, uh, like the cornfield in a uh, Resi Eight, yeah, like in Resi Eight, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas in this. You know, she's walking past like you can see the leaves, bro- like kind of past her and stuff, and they looked really, really good. There wasn't much interaction with foliage. I've noticed it's like you still kind of clip through it. Mm. It's not like it brushes away or anything like that. But maybe that's just too intensive for the size of the game. But the the visual of the foliage looked really, really great. The modeling looked really good, and then just the extra like butterflies, in, 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 like just flying around and stuff like that, just really adds density to the world. That looked great too, and yeah. the draw distance too. I didn't notice anything like with the PS4 Horizon, uh, the first one. Draw distance was done really, really well in it. Like I didn't really notice much pop in in that game, and in this one, I I didn't notice any. Now this could be just best case scenario, just for this particular showcase. showcase but yeah. I imagine, no, I'd say they improved their engine so much so that draw the draw distance pop in is not a problem. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. That's good. I'm really looking forward to seeing animals in this game. Yeah. Which, like... Are they going to have animals, or are they still just going to have the turkeys? Well, they keep showing in, like, the kind of trailers and all. They, they had the, the footage of the fox who's dying, and she's very kind of saddened mm-hmm. by it, right? She's checking the fox. To me, that says that there's going to be animals in this game roaming around, and every so often you'll find ones that are, like, dying or sick or being affected by it. And, um, yeah, I just think that's a really cool addition to this kind of natural world is to have actual animals inhabit it um and i don't know i got a soft spot for the foxes after ghost of tsushima so <laughs> like, mm, yeah i just saw that fox line i was like no not the fox or i was brought back to the fox and the hound as a child <laughs> oh god if you want to cry guys this week go watch the fox and the hound if you've never seen it it's a baller um yeah but i'm I wonder uh, yeah. if they I wonder if they kept in the choice-based dialogue. Yeah, like, I'm kind of surprised at what they showed. I'm like, it looks cool, it looks great, there's lots of good stuff. But I'm surprised they didn't, like... I felt like... Even though I'm more interested in Horizon, I felt like the Ratchet and Clank showcase was actually a better showcase. You get more of the game? Of what the game actually is because they swap between the two characters they show dimension traveling they talked a little bit about the plot and they also showed different weapons that you're going to have and different things you can do with them this was you get a bit of the traversal and also some of the new gadgets that she has but i'm surprised i didn't like skip time a little bit to show you her in like a different scenario um but then at the end i suppose i kind of realized it's like okay sorry that's coming at another state of play later in the year okay another yeah, horizon uh, one probably. when they finally are ready to release the release date <laughs> i That's said it. at the beginning 
I said at the beginning, like, Ash was sitting with me, I put it on, and I was like, okay, release date, here we come. This is the time to tell us when's it coming this year. And then when it just ended, I was like, hold on, it's about to, it's got to come up with screen now. And then it didn't, I was like, that's it? What? Where's yeah. the release date? Yeah, really that, the, the next, the next day of the play is just going to be five seconds long, and it's just going to be the release day of Horizon, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, it won't be the very next day to play, but in a few well, months' time, yeah, another yeah. state of play, which means this game is probably a holiday period game. That's my yeah. Opinion. Hopefully, like I mean, if it was coming out in the end of the year, I I thought they would have mentioned it. That indicates to me that they're not totally confident about meeting that deadline, and they're what? actually just wanting to see how the rest of the year goes first, and then make yeah. a decision on when to when to actually release it. What does that say about God of War, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not, that's, not, that's, not that's not this year. That's not this year at all. I don't know. I should have like put it up on fucking some Paddy Power or other <laughs> place or something like that. I don't know. Take me up on it. As soon as they revealed it, I was like, that's not true. <laughs> like, 2021, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No surprises, though. That would be very surprising. Can you imagine if like Horizon gets delayed and god of war comes out this year well the thing with horizon is that there would have been a, a change in management and stuff like that because isn't the head of guerrilla games then became head of sony or playstation studios did he uh yeah so that's why the, that? the director here is is a different guy it's a different guy i did notice that yeah. so there would have been a change in management change in team and all that kind of stuff so Maybe that could affect how the perform like the development goes with it more yeah. so than with Santa Monica. They're still the same team, so yes, yes, true. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Santa Monica don't want to show you anything, and they want to just last minute drop this game on the world. Yeah, they kind of don't need to. They're just gonna they're just gonna put the release date, and it's gonna be like hey, it's uh, it's out tomorrow. That's yeah, all they would go. need to do. And There's no absolutely trailers. no marketing that needs to be done. No, no, because really. although Horizon you know great exclusive for the ps4 it didn't perform uh as well as some of the other exclusives mm. so that i think does need a bit of you know push marketing wise but god of war I... doesn't god of war you just have to say it exists and people will buy a console for it yeah it's a bit it's a bit nuts it is a bit nuts like i think it's still they keep having these polls they keep releasing like these kind of polls this like people asking like what's your most anticipated game and, like, I've seen lots of different games on the lists and stuff, but God of War Ragnarok seems to be on every list. You know, up against the likes of, like, Elden Ring and Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild 2 and stuff like this, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. every time, God of War Ragnarok wins the poll. Every single time. Well, it's definitely going to be the it's better game huge. out of everything there anyway, so... But that's subjective, though, isn't it? It could suck. Well, I, I doubt it. If even It could be literally the same I, game, I don't think just different will. locations, and it'll still be better than most other games <laughs> coming out. Like, it's just, such a, it's just such a solid game. Yeah, no, like, it is. It's beautiful. It's, you, you know, it can only get better from there, because you can add extra things, like it's populate got, the, the world. The game's going to open with uh, Kratos saving some people from, like, some Draugr, and then they're going to, like, hit him with, like, an arrow and bash his head in with a club. That's what's going to open. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to play as Atreus. Yeah, on a revenge yeah. story for half the game, and then the other half you play as the Draugr who bashed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, that Draugr looks a bit weird. It's like as if someone else's head is on someone else's body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed so hard when I found out that that was true because I was like, is it just me or does Abby look weird as fuck? 
<laughs> I'm so mean to her. I was like, no, 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 genuine. Like, I'm not against the character. Just genuinely, does Abby look weird as fuck? Like, look really, really strange. And then I found out it's like, it's a different head on a different body. Like, that explains it. That's weird. <laughs> That's yeah. actually weird. But anyway. Yeah. Um, were there any other takeaways from what you saw of Horizon? Were you expecting to see the release date? Or was I just... Yeah, I, well, I, 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 was, see, I watched yeah. it on YouTube yeah. and comments kind of go, oh, I really like that holographic parachute. I was like, oh, she has a holographic parachute. That's nice. And everyone was like, oh, I really expected that at release date. I was like, oh, okay. So they obviously don't show the release date. You so, went and looked at the comments first? <laughs> yeah, why, would you not just full screen the video and just, just watch the thing? No, you know why they show two... When you put it on... Right, you go onto it, you click on it, and then they might like show two comments. Oh, the two top comments for that. Two top, two top comments well, were those. I two normally things. just, I just threw it on the PlayStation, like yeah, YouTube I on put PlayStation. Put it on my phone before I went to sleep. <laughs> you should have watched the actual state of play. I yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> I forgot about it. So, uh, that's Eric. Fo- Folks, he's really, really into video games. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it by playing video games. So. <laughs> I was playing games at the time. <laughs> That's fair. That's actually fair. <laughs> I think I was doing um, the suicide mission at that point from Mass Effect 2. So, uh, yeah, cut, cut me some slack here, guys. Cut me some slack. That, yeah, no, the last thing um, that really stood out to me was the UI. I thought it looked really, really clean. Because that, that's a yeah. big complaint that I have about the first Horizon would be... I know that you can make a, the UI kind of appear and disappear depending on what kind of scenario you're in. But if you have hu- the UI on full blast, like it just takes up so much of the screen. It's like it's like playing a fucking MMO or something. Like there's this beautiful world, but uh, there's there's like bars covering everything. Yeah. Whereas I this is like a really, really sleek looking UI. Now it's probably like, you know, it could probably does pop in and out depending on what's yes. happened as well. But yeah. Um, from what we've seen, it didn't look intrusive. It looked really nice. That's the best way as well to do UIs, I think. It's like if you do have to have like, um, you know, life bars and things like that. Like, let them pop in when you need them, and then go away so you can just immerse yeah. yourself. Like, I, I like that. Um, yeah, I've said it before. I fucking, I can't stand MMO UIs. Like, it's the one thing. Like, I like the concept of an MMO, but if they could find a way to do it, way tidier. And I've seen different people's different colored texts everywhere. Ah, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Yeah. There's a big game of Tetris going on on the side of your screen as you're trying to play. Like, this is very distracting. <laughs> it's just me. Um, did, did you think State of Play was long enough? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for a single game showcase, that's plenty. I think 15 minutes of gameplay footage is like the sweet spot. It yeah, doesn't but... overstay its welcome, and you get enough. See, here's here's my question about it, though. It's like, okay, if you're going to call the events, if it's state of play, and it's monthly, why not just drop the the one singular game feature on YouTube? Like, why, why, why do it under this state of play thing? If it's not going to be multiple things. Like, I get, I get what you were saying earlier. It's like, now they want to do one game at a time, and that, that's fine if they want to do that, mm-hmm. but in the same week, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate had a form of presentation and just dropped it on well, YouTube. Well, part of that could be that Square Enix wants to show that on their terms. Right. Like, they want to showcase that their way and not be restricted by a time frame that Sony might have for State of Play or whatever. 
Yes, yeah. Um, also give it access because a lot of it was just given access to to uh, journalists and stuff like that, so that they could comment over it and make their own videos, so they can distribute it in their own way. So yeah, it could be just a a control thing. It's just that. interesting because like that, obviously, Integrate is dropping on the tenth of June. Mm-hmm. Really, not that far away now, you know. Um, and it's a PS Five exclusive. Yeah. To me, that screams perfect opportunity for a state of play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there is no other event for something like that. Yeah, or, or they could even Weird. just have at the end of state of play, like, a little chart or something like that. And they'd have the name of the game, date releasing. Or, or, you know, like, they could just do that at the end. Yeah, yeah. With little thumbnails of, like, kind of playing the game. Like, gameplay footage, just to kind of show what the game is. Title of the game, when it's releasing. I think that, yeah, that would have been... It's that more like sense. acknowledgement <laughs> of, like, here's what easy, else is happening. You know what I mean? Exist. Because, like, the Horizon one, yeah, okay, it was great. And it's great to see the gameplay finally. Um, and look, at they're being very secretive about what they show because a lot of the... Pretty much all the gameplay we saw on that was the stuff that was in the trailer. Right? So, mm, like, yeah. where, where, where I saw the trailer before and I obviously... I would have thought that, oh, her on the beach is a totally different part to her uh, swimming deep with all those big seaweed or whatever. And it turns out that's actually all the one segment. Um, so they're being very secretive about what they show you <laughs> so far. It's, it's all one yeah. segment. And even the the Golden Gate Bridge, that was all in that. Um, so it's just... It's just strange to me uh, that State of Play wasn't showing off more stuff that it has. It's just weird to me. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Just, just, just let the feature be a feature on YouTube. Then, like, why is it called State of Play? Well, I think uh, having it as State of Play now just means that there's, there's like a, a singular title brand that everyone can discuss and recognize. And when they see State of Play, they realize what that means, rather than just having the title for the last one be Ratchet and Clank gameplay footage, and this one being Horizon Zero, Horizon Two gameplay footage. Having a singular, like title to it, I think just says mm-hmm. it's more than just a trailer, really. Um, but yeah, I I found it. I this felt more right to me than the previous few. Okay. The previous few, I'm like, I don't know. I just felt felt empty or something. Or like Even though they're showing more, they were showing more stuff, yeah. but. It's like the little bit you got of each was not enough to fully understand what the game was. Mm. It was just like you were just announcing shit and I can see yeah. footage, but I don't know what this game is. Whereas having this like more in-depth look at, at a game, I am, I have a better understanding of what Horizon is. And out of all the state of plays that have been out this year and last... This is the only one that like stood out to me as a I understand and I will purchase this game based on that understanding. Right. So the okay. only way they could do it, I think, with multiple games is make State of Play an hour long mm. and give this 15 minute, tre- 15 minute treatment to every game you're going to show. Because the little clips yeah. are just not, they're not doing it. I would love that though. That would be something to be hyped about. At the countdown leading up to it would be like, this is going to be exciting. It'd be something to like really fucking tweet and share about. Like, I think like the way Eric watched this is fine. Like, yeah, you don't even need to 
tune into State of Play to watch it all as one presentation. Just watch it on YouTube afterwards. It's fine. You get you get you're gonna get everything yep. you need to get. It's kind of taken away from it being kind of an event. That's what I'm trying to say. You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, having like a countdown to it, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Just just well, release what it. What is the point? Just release it. Yeah. At any time, let people watch it in their own time. It's <laughs> it's. I, uh, yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they do both, don't they? You can have the countdown or you can have the YouTube. It's not like you actually are. Because even if they did this, like, back when they did State of Play with the little segments of uh, Deathloop constantly, um, you were still <laughs> able just to watch that on YouTube afterwards anyway. Yeah. I know, but the nice thing about these events, and it's something that, like, I know, Eric, you, you tend not to watch them, so you kind of miss out on it, but it's the anticipation not knowing what you're going to what's going to be shown. Right, it's it's trying to we're trying to get that Final Fantasy VII announcement feeling. Again. Oh well, you know, I I like yes. I think this, I yes. think this was the first or second one recently. I think I think it was this one, Ratchet, that I that I just watched on YouTube. I think the other ones I did watch, but even like up, E3 and kinda... in the past, like I don't think you've ever sat down to watch an E3 while it's going. I watched one or two and it, yeah, that made me go. Cool. I'll just catch up with the clips later. Yeah. They're all the talking board. I'm really excited for E3 this year. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I, I always love it. And I, it's the talking in between that I really enjoy because it's it's like that gives you the, the nuances and the understanding of what the game is. The, yeah. You're hearing well, it from the dev yeah, side. I might, I might have, yeah, I might have an appreciation for the talking now that I'm older. But when I was like a <laughs> 10 year old child i was like i don't care for the talking shut up yeah. and show me the yeah. game show me a cool trailer yeah, yeah. yeah i know i hear you i hear you um okay so just before i move on from horizon then um from what you've seen so far is it a day one purchase yeah yeah why not yeah no more yeah. ps5 games uh yeah for me it is as well i think it kind of was even before they should like yeah like we were saying i i it hasn't reinvented the wheel or anything like that, but I enjoyed the first wheel anyway, so it's, you know. Yeah, when I when I finally just see where it goes. Gave the wheel a go, it was a good wheel. Kind oh of. yeah, you were kind of uh, you were kind of apprehensive I, about yes, the wheel. Because well, I, 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 there, I think yeah, yeah, the, this wheel was like kind of very similar to every other wheel. Yeah, I think that I I actually find the first Horizon is like really interesting and gripping at the start. Then it becomes an incredibly boring game, and then towards the end it becomes really really gripping again. Uh, but it's the end, yeah. I feel like that reveal really lands so well that I think that sticks with you. And then it's like, okay, yeah, that was a good game. But I felt the journey between mm, yeah. the beginning and the end was pretty mediocre as a game. Like, beautiful looking. But I felt the gameplay wasn't that great. Um, so hopefully this has more better, better place story beats. You know, because the first one I felt there was like, huge segments of like nothing's happening the side quests are not even yeah. that interesting um so yeah. I, I hopefully there's like they're they're better paced yeah but i think as well with it it was like when it came out it was pretty much every game around that time was doing big huge open world so when i was like at this point i was like i was full with with open world games where i was just like actually i want a linear story now because i did find that those linear ones do tend to be the better stories. This seems like a game that's just a better story. So when I was like, oh, here's a huge open world, I was like, oh, is this another one of these things where it's like, look at our huge world. Aren't we great? We have a huge big world. And I was like, that was, I think, the the era of, no, just because your world is big doesn't mean you're <laughs> good game. 
this yeah. turned out to be something where actually the story was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, oh, and, I cried uh, at the end. And hopefully, and and the world might be better this time around. Like even better, it might be uh, more fun to explore just based on how it's looking so far. So, mm. yep, definitely a day one purchase. I just want to know when that day one is. Let me know, guys. Let us know. Uh, and uh, again, get in touch with us, guys. Let us know what you thought of Horizon. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out on YouTube. Um, and if you watch this on YouTube, jump down into the comments. Let us know what you thought of it. But moving on from Horizon, um, just because it was, it was shown in the same week, you know, when we, we have mentioned a Final Fantasy VII remake, Intergrade. Um, obviously, the look, at, we've talked about it before. We are excited ourselves about replaying the game with like, you know, better textures, better graphics, and better lighting again, and and photo mode and all this kind of stuff. But the stuff that they're showcasing is the Yuffie DLC. Yeah. Um. Was there anything in it that caught your eye or that was in any way particularly exciting? Yeah. Fort fucking Condor. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a clever way of doing that, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah. fucking genius. Now I, they that's... don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like they don't really no, you have don't to have do to it. Don't for Condor. No. And you could go there later on, and it could turn out that this board game is based on a historical battle that once took place there. Do you know but what I mean? Like it, it doesn't could have be... to be the mini game or anything. No. You don't have to do the mini game there now yeah, because yeah. the mini game is done as a board game. And the mini games graphics are so much better than the original because the original <laughs> was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, it was so yeah. bizarre. It's such yeah, a polygons were like they they dropped. So they had obviously the, the the squares and triangles for all the characters, but then they just went fucking all out and went, let's just make them actually squares and triangles. Yeah, I yeah. was like, what are you doing there, son? I when as soon as they showed Fort Condor, Noni was like, that's really clever, but I was like, the fucking music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that is like, things why, like that where I, you're just like. Really, Track I have Final Fantasy Seven so memorable, like yeah. I I yeah. just have so much confidence now in that studio in any decision they decide to make now with each iteration yeah. of this game because it's things like that where they just find really really clever ways to implement it. Doesn't leave anything out. Uh, stays true to it, but is new as well. And uh, it's like yeah, yeah. And I, then I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> the next the next exciting was just all of Yuffie's fighting. And like her, how she implements the materia powers into how she fights is yeah, her, her combat or what do they call it? like ice ninjutsu and yeah. lightning. Yeah, ninjutsu. that was really clever. That brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that looked yeah. great. And the range, uh, just like smashing boxes to collect mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, and there was some like mini platforming kind of stuff going on as well that I thought was really really cool. One thing I'm a little bit worried about, but it kind of it comes with the territory. I mean, you can't be too surprised either. I think this is looking a little bit cringier than even 7 Remake was. It's just when she's doing all those juggling things. I'm Yuffie and I'm a Materia Hunter and I'm here yeah. to help Shivra. And, you know, and I'm like... Very anime. Nobody goes on like that. But if anyone's going to be a total anime character in Final Fantasy 7, it is Yuffie. Yeah. So it's not totally surprising either that they're going to lean into that kind of animeisms of, of, of her. Yeah. Um, but I just... I Yeah, I... I <laughs> I hope it has its I, darker I, I, moments too. I'm not 100% awesome. sure it can it can be cringier though than the than the, the honeybee in than the honeybee in. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think they kind of 
they they ta- they be- just gave you the like this. Trust me, this is as bad as it's gonna get. Yeah. Let's go. They've, let's go they've forward. They've peaked from and here. cringe. They've peaked yeah. and cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything else will be fine. <laughs> but yeah, you know, she looks like she plays really well, and there was some really cool shit in there. The I I didn't. This is something I never noticed from the original game, but I was listening to, um, because if you go on to different, you know, IGN were showing it, but if you go into some of the other, um, journalists and stuff that were showing it, uh, you know, depending on who's talking, they have, you know, either a greater knowledge of the original Final Fantasy VII or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so from Eurogamer, they were talking about uh, those turtle leaflet things. Yeah. Liars. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a weird little mini game. Turns out it's not weird because that was a mini game side quest from the original Final Fantasy VII. Those turtle flyer things could be found all over the world. And then you have to go to some place called the Happy Turtle or something, in, which is a, the oh, yes. inn or the pub at Wutai. Yeah. So that guy, I was like, whoa, what? What? I didn't know that. No, exactly. Like, it's something I never caught on to, but that's that's how deep they're going. That's how deep they're going. Yeah, it's shit like that where you're like, yep, yeah, just... I've no no problems with this the team, what they're doing with the remake series. They're, they're doing a great job with it. It's just seemed to know their shit. Yeah. Um, I'm the, curious. The, another thing that stood out to me was the, the, the other character... That you so don't get, you don't get to play as you just command. Yeah. So that offers great opportunity for extra characters going forward that you could fight alongside and command them, but not actually play as them. Yes. That could just tack on with your with your party. I can't recall if that ever happened in the original. It makes me wonder. It would be really cool. Uh, they would have revealed it by now if it was something that they're doing. But wouldn't it be so cool if they retouched a certain chapter? in the main game where you can issue commands to red 13 so like they're like there's no way we can implement it that you control them but maybe just uh, issuing commands to them with your atv bear i don't remember that what what are you talking about yeah i'm saying if you can do that I was all right. So you don't, you don't, you can't control them the same way you control Tifa. It's just that no, Mike, you were just so secretive about it. You were like this particular chapter, and we're like thinking, what fucking like, chapter? What the, what the fuck are you talking about? What are they talking about, man? Is it that you know chapter seventeen where they're right? Yeah, the end of the game. Where oh, you mean just, like if like if, if like... they put that in integrate where you can issue commands to Red Thirteen? That would be cool. That's what I'm trying to say. But I'm saying oh, they're right, not right, doing right, that right, obviously because right. they would reveal that because that's exciting. Oh. Uh, I mean, you mean yeah, touch, I touch on the 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 kind of upscaled PS5 version of the actual yes, game? Yes, yes, right, yes. Right, sorry, right. sorry. Where you're going around Hojo's lab, Red Thirty yeah. with you, and he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it would be too much work that you could actually play as him. But you could issue commands. Yeah. But if you could issue commands to him in the same way that they're doing with Sonan, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, see, I thought you were talking about a particular chapter from the original game, but so I was like, I. what are you on about, man? But I'm wondering, <laughs> is, is the <laughs> character you know, you know, other than Sephiroth? Are there other characters in the original that you fought alongside that you didn't get the control? Now, I know you did get the control. Oh, Sephiroth I see what degree, you're but... saying now. You're talking like maybe when we get to Nibelheim, you could issue commands to fucking Sephiroth. Yeah, or if there's other characters that decide to join with you and they... you, know, you could you could issue commands to them but not play as them. 
They yeah. could have, if considering Roach Keep will probably be a reoccurring character. Yeah, he, he's one that would make sense. They might do it with him because he often would would. He's obviously shown in, in the in the remake that he would kill Shidra soldiers just so he can have a chance to fight Cloud. Would there be a moment that you can you can like control you give commands to Roach to fight Shinra soldiers, but at the same time Roach is trying to kill you too? Mm-hmm. So it becomes this weird like three way <laughs> battle. <laughs> like, and I wonder if that's how Catsis will be handled. Oh man, I've yeah, I'm so curious how they're going to do Catsis. Not actually play as them, but rather just issue commands. Nah, you gotta play as them. I think fucking playable. Jumps around probably. I think it'll be weird, but I think he'll be playable. Yeah, I'd say he's one of the more challenging ones for them to figure out. And I think that the there was probably some skepticism about whether or not they'll actually do Catsis, which is why I think they included him. As an Easter egg in the first game, not an Easter egg, but they actually had him as a cameo in in that first part. Mm-hmm. I think that was them saying, "No, we are doing all, like we're doing it all." Mm-hmm, See that yeah. guy? We are doing him. You know, if there was anything Praising. you were worried about us leaving out, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> well, I think I think we we were all. We're all sure to leave it all in when you see Cl- in the like the, the advertisements, cloud yeah. squatting, and the freaking dance scene. You're like, all right, yeah. you're, you're doing it all. <laughs> I just don't see the. I just don't see why they would introduce this other character that you don't get to play as just command, if that's not going to be a com- uh, a mechanic going forward. So I, I'm really interested to see what what that brings. Yeah, you no, know, that Arder, makes. Other characters from the because they are introducing characters from the compilation Final Fantasy VII. So yeah. are there going to be other characters scattered throughout parts two and three and so on? Um, from the compilation that you don't get to play as, but you do get to command. Maybe yeah. Le- Leslie could be another one, working with Leslie. What? What? Oh, Leslie, yeah. So for some reason, I automatically thought of Chadley. So did I, <laughs> actually. I thought you meant Chadley. You <laughs> automatically yeah. thought of Leslie. Well, you could. They could do that too with Chadley. Leslie was cool, and he's obviously going to explore the world. So you know, you might issue commands to him at some point. Yeah, maybe. Like, I do think Adam's onto something though, because like I remember my initial theory was that you would play a Sonan, and that the reason they'd given him the weapon that they had was that they were actually figuring out their controls for Sid. That's what I thought they were doing with him. Mm-hmm. But doing it. With- character where it didn't matter what story role he plays in it right they could do what they like with him the fact that you're only issuing commands to him now though um i think you're probably onto something where it's like no they're not figuring out sid's moveset but they're actually figuring out another mechanic which will well, come in they could scene. actually be doing both they're figuring out well, this, they would have, yeah they would the, have the, the sid's animations. animations yeah 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 of course yeah yeah i did think it was actually just speaking of sid and some of the other um final fantasy 7 party members I thought it was very interesting in an interview where they explained why they chose Yuffie. And it's another good one where you're like, these, these guys, they, they just, they know what they're doing right now, right? They were like, okay. Because someone's like, you know, why didn't you use someone like Vincent who's more popular, you know, like more popular with the fans generally? And they're like, well, Vincent's still in his slumber. So he wouldn't be out of his slumber yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sid is off working for Shinra. Yeah. So he wouldn't be free roaming through here and doing something against Shinra. Sort of like so Yuffie is really the only character who's sort of free to do what we want with her. 
Yeah. I was like, oh my god, like you're, you're like you're like sticking to like who their characters are. That means that when we meet Sid, he is gonna be a bastard. And that means that Vincent is in the fucking coffin underneath Shinra Mansion. You know what I mean? Like that's where he is. They must have like someone on their team who's like uh like he he studied the game or she yeah. studied the game. Like kinda like you know when you have uh, historians come on to mm. Hollywood movies to make yeah. sure that everything can be historically accurate and stuff so they'll just go to this person and they pull out their bible and they just brush it off and let me just go to that chapter and see <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I saw you on facebook actually where people were saying that uh more like more movies and stuff should have someone designated as a i think they call them the book slapper right the book so slapper they, <laughs> so yeah they, uh, they they would know like so if they're doing like harry potter lord ring whatever right um they would have like the all the information, have the yeah. books and everything. So if the director or producer or anyone thinks about changing it, they go up and they slap them with the book and go, "No, this is how it is. <laughs> Stick to it." <laughs> they need, they need. Everyone needs a book slapper whenever they're making a movie adaptation of a video game. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, he's supposed to have a mustache. But uh... it's like, like the attention <laughs> detail that they're putting into this fucking remake it's just like you know it's easier to go to like uh, you know you take a lord of rings for example if they're doing a scene they're mm. just sitting there and whatever scene they're doing they're they have the book in front of them they're reading that chapter to make sure that they're yeah kind they of can just skip to pick, that chapter picking up nuances it's like how do you how do you do that with a game that's like an rpg so there's like you know multiple possible ways of kind of doing certain things and you can do things in different orders and like how are they keeping track of everything it's impressive like even as being the makers of the game which most i know some of the team are the original but not all of them <laughs> even the original guys are not going to remember everything no should they because they like, like they would have been working on so many other projects that it would have just whew, forgotten about when they revisited the game that like um you know they were like right for the f- we know we're going to do it in parts, and for the first part, we're going to do Midgar because that's quite a sizable chunk. And leaving there is quite a, um, you know, it's a good moment to leave a game on because it has yep. its own self-contained story with Shinra and stuff. But to say when they went back and replayed it, they they thought it was way longer. They were like, "Oh fuck, yeah. I remember this being way longer. This is actually quite short. We're going to have to flesh the shit out of this." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much no, but seriously, like, because they're like, yeah. you can't. Package well, I always remember it being game. longer too. Yes, yeah, I think everyone does because there's just so much that happens there, and you're not just traveling from town to town. It's there's so much that happens in Midgar, but it actually, if you know what you're doing, it happens in a short period of time. It's actually not as long as people yeah, think it is. It's as, it's as long as you can make it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. I mean, I suppose people were kind of stuck in Wall Market for quite a long time. Well, I guess with the with Midgar, it's like it's a little bit more linear and you feel like you could, you know, before I move on, I'm going to go and explore all the shops here and see, talk to everyone, see if I can do anything before I move on. Yeah. So you kind of are more enticed to, I don't do other things in it. But when you open up into the world, it's like, you need to go to this town and it's like, okay, I got to that town. Right. You need to go to the next town. And you're like, okay, well, I don't really feel like hanging around in this town and figuring out everything here. I'm just going to, burst on uh you're less likely to kind of stay around and do everything because you've got a whole world to explore now yes yeah yeah, yeah. and I midgar think... as well is like 
like it's not, it's not, not only is it the location you spend the most amount of time in, but it it's doing the world building for you. And as soon as that yeah. game introduces Sephiroth, you're basically just like, oh, I just want to activate the next Sephiroth sequence. So wherever he is, that's where I'm going. I like, I don't yeah. care about this town. I'm going to activate that next Sephiroth sequence. Yeah. So I remember there, I was actually a town in the original you go to, and I can't remember what it was called. It's really small. It like, I don't know. It's a bad way to describe it. It's got these cobblestones like oh, road. Cam? Maybe it's Cam. Do you do anything in Cam? I remember going you to get Cam the Nibelheim go- story, and as soon as yeah. you get that, you can shop around or leave. That's yeah, it. there's not much to do in Cam. Oh, it's pretty much just a, it's a it's a rest point. It's ba- it's the next town that they end up going to. It's actually oh. where the next game needs to step. Well, apart from the Nibelheim flashback, it then just needs to. There's no point in walking between Nibelheim to Cam. Like you should just start off in Cam. You know. Yeah. Go collect your gear, pick up a couple of side missions, whatever, and then off you go. Go find yeah. some squirrels. <sighs> I hate those kind of fetchy quest things and mm. RPGs. Stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, that What's entire side of the what do you even call that mountain? Is it the What's that mountain range that you end up having to go under? Under? Yeah, because of the, the Midgar Zolo is like kind of Oh, in the Mithril Mines. Mithril Mines. But is that mountain got a, like, a name, that mountain range? I can't remember. I mean, it's there probably is the probably some hardcore uh, Final Fantasy-ologist out there who, yeah. who knows exactly what every peak is called. But, but I, that, I, side, I of, that side of the mountain uh, or continent, there's like nothing there, really. It's just you got Cam, this your backstory, and you got the Chocobo farm to get you... Yeah, and you've got Four Condor. And now with this minigame... Well, got... no, it's... Four Condor is on the opposite side. Oh, yeah, it's, so it's Midgar... Yeah. Midgard Cam, Midgard Cam, uh, and Chuckabo Farm. Chuckabo Farm, Swamp, Mithril Mines, Fort Condor down here, and then Mount Jung. Well, Fort Condor is like one of the first places you'll see when you come out of the Mithril Mines. Yeah, yeah, and then the Junon Harbor. Yeah, yeah. and then just that. so to... that first continent really doesn't have much to it. Um, but yeah, I imagine that's, that's why it's so complicated to try and guess where this next game is going to end. Yeah, yeah. It's really complicated because it's like if if the sole second game is just the rest of that continent and that leaving on the ship is going to be like there's a stop off point, people are going to be like, how many fucking games are you making? Like, <laughs> like if you're going to keep blowing out these kind of small, but at the same time, once you get over to the other continent, it's like, where do you stop it? Because now we're on this like crazy. Yeah, train, now, you know? yeah. It's, it's how far do you go? Tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. But I'm really curious to see what they're going to pull off. And I look, I. I think they're going to pull off something really great. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing more of this, and I can't wait to play. Like I think that this Yuffie DLC even will end in such a way that we have more questions. I don't think it'll be just a DLC. I think it's going to end in such a way where we're yeah. like, so now what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really do. I think they're going to yeah. fucking go for it. Yeah, well, I, I, because of the fact that the remake it can go in a very, very different path, they don't necessarily have to end at Jun and Arbor. Even if they were just, you know, like, so that's what we would think. It's like, oh, well, they're obviously going to end with Jun and Arbor. Oh, no, that's what I continent. don't think. I don't think they're going to do that. Well, even if our people are doing that, what I'm saying is they could end with something else. You know, they could end with the destruction of Chukabo Farm and Sephiroth's there and it's on fire. You know, I mean, like, what I mean is, like, they can kind of Oh, yeah, yeah. like, they, they could want. get you over to the second continent. They could go to Gongag. Yeah, and they really have quickly. a huge end piece there. Yeah. 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 They could do anything. 
But it's just, it is curious as to where where they would decide to put a stopper because they're like, yeah. okay, fucking hell, we're gonna have to stop here some somewhere. Maybe it's gonna be the gold saucer. Here. I don't know. I wonder, do they have the outline kind of written out? Do they know where they're gonna end it? Like, do they know how many games it's gonna be? That'd be interesting to know. I would reckon so. It's kind of I... the most. They wouldn't yeah, want I, to disclose yeah. that because I think they would love to squeeze yeah. some more DLCs. Yeah, I think they know more than they're letting on. Yeah. Because they keep saying, obviously, that's like, oh, we really don't know. We're just doing it game by game. But I think when you get to the end of that first game and just how many little details there are and stuff, I think there's definitely a roadmap that they have and they're just not going to disclose it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. one of the first things any production company does is the roadmap. Like, I mean, you look you at... Hope. Peter, Peter, yeah, you hope. Peter. You hope. You hope. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at Peter Jackson's um, yeah. but if you Lord look at the Rings, you. <laughs> but on the other hand, you look at Kevin Feige's Marvel MCU. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yes, we hope we hope they're more like Kevin Feige and um, Peter Jackson for yeah, Lord yeah. Rings. And roadmap it out a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, do, we do hope that you're right, Eric. You're right. Um. Okay. So then, was there anything else from Intergrade that you saw in that new footage that stood out to you, or was? Not really. Like I am actually more excited to pl- replay remake with all the enhancements than I am to play integrate. Like I'm intrigued right. by integrate, but it's like that's that's not why I'm getting this. You know. No, um, no, of course. I'm yeah. wanting to see that exquisite door. door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But also, I you know what I was curious to me in a couple of like when they initially showed Vice, you know, for the villain of Dirge of Cerberus. Mm. I assumed they were showing like, it was kind of just a close up of his face and I assumed they were showing him because he was going to be the villain of Yuffie's chapter right, right. this yeah. villain who's from the compilation that people know but they can kind of do what they like with him because nobody cares if he's in the main story so he right. could be the villain of a DLC and it's fine but then in one of the later trailers it was actually him in a VR room about to fight Cloud, Aerith and Barrett I think yeah. He wasn't in Yuffie's part. He was in, which made me go, wait now, is there going to be cool changes in the actual game? Well, well, it that like looks a... like to me, it's just like, you know, the way you could the fight. VR rooms? Yeah, Bahamas. Like, right. That, that's just another way that you could. So they could in, they could bring in, like, Kadaj and stuff like that. Not in the game, but you fight them. So it's just, just like. In a VR extra, simulator. Extra fights. Extra bosses and stuff yeah, like that. That would be cool. With um, you know, achievements and then unlockables. So maybe you can unlock Kadaja's sword if you beat him or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. That'd be fucking class, boy. There'd be a lot of possibilities there. That would be really, really, really cool. Oh fucking! Speaking of, you mentioned Bahamut there. Speaking of, someone's Ramu. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but like, it's not really leaving it open to like you know exploring and and discovering summons as you go i don't know there was a Unless lot they... of summons though there was a lot of summons in the original game and i don't think there's going to be any other new summons introduced in this i think that's just it i mean ram is enough because ram is fucking awesome unless they have another 10 different bahamuts that you can unlock yeah they could do because, what there the was only... like tree tree in the original was it yeah, yeah but then there was neo bahamut from from or Bahamut Sin, sorry, Bahamut Sin in, in Advent Children. Oh, oh my fucking god. Fucking god. We are definitely getting Bahamut Sin. <laughs> oh my yeah, fucking god. That's definitely happening. They could have, that's, that would be fucking sick. That would actually be really cool. Yeah. It'd be cool if the summon was the same one from Advent Children, where like, oh, the yeah, cloud yeah. It's the big ball thing. 
Yeah. Fucking amazing. The only thing is, I I kind of <laughs> wish. It's the big blue ball. <laughs> I guess blue balls. Um, <laughs> the only thing is, I kind of wish that they did a little swap around thing. Okay, it's it doesn't matter, and it's after the fact. But it's just I my little fan brain is kind of moving around here. Uh, I kind of wish that Ramu was in the Final Fantasy VII remake base game, the original. Okay. And y- with Yuffie, we were getting Leviathan. Right. As Leviathan of... is from Wutai. Yeah. In the original. And you okay. didn't get Leviathan until you went to Wutai. And I just kind of think that th- that would be just, you know, like, look, this is nitpicky. It doesn't matter. Summons are cool. And if you can get a summon, yeah. great. But it's just, it would be a real cool tie in that she has Leviathan. You'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. She's bringing Leviathan from Wutai with her. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But... I get it. I, I just think I'm more excited from. Like I, I never really liked Leviathan, and I, even in the remake, I didn't really like using Leviathan. So I just think this is probably a more fun summon to use. Oh, definitely! Like but a, from a story wait. perspective, yeah, it would be neater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I cannot wait. And I think it's going to be a part two summon. It's probably going to be the first summon shown of remake part two. This is my little prediction. Odin. I cannot wait to see Odin. On his fucking Slepnir. <laughs> his fucking Zatsukene. This was a six-legged, eight-legged horse. Yeah. A six-legged, eight-legged horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, two of the legs on, to on put a, off or something, isn't it? On six of his legs, he's got eight legs. Yeah, check out my <laughs> spider steed. Um, okay, so I, I, I was going to say, I can't wait for Knights of the Round. Oh, yeah, well... That's a lot. That's a final game, though. That's not. You yeah, know, no. Goblin Mountain or whatever, or Goblin Island. That's just gonna be like the fucking hardest thing. Oh yeah, getting knights around is gonna be the most difficult thing you've ever done. Yeah. Or they'll make it some cool questing where you have to collect one knight at a time, and it eventually oh, no. becomes yeah. and it becomes knights around when you have that them would all. Be, that would be top tier. That would be like like this massive side quest where if you have to collect a knight. In different locations of the world. Yeah. And you need like things like the chocobos to get to certain parts or whatever. Yeah. But it's this huge collectible. And at the end, it be- if you have them all, you've unlocked Knights of the Round. You, you know, you go to Goblin Island or whatever it's called. With yeah. each of the summon materials. There's like a, a round table with plinths. You put them all in it and they all combine and give you the final ultimate summon Knights of the Round. That's, a, yeah, that's all yeah, we want. That's it. That's Do it. that. Do that. <laughs> Look, Sephiroth. Sephiroth's lame. Do that. Do that. <laughs> that's that that's the plot. <laughs> fucking amazing. Do that. Uh, okay, so moving on from Integrate. Uh, this is just something that I thought should have been... It would have been a nice way to end State of Play. I think it would make sense. Especially because State of Play is at the end of the month. And at the start of every following month is when people can download the free PlayStation Plus games. Mm-hmm. And I'm always finding out about PlayStation Plus games by looking at articles by other people who are yeah. not PlayStation. It's weird. What? Like, so well, at I, the end I, of State yeah, of Play, yeah. would it not be nice to just... It's like just a quick screen thing. Here are the new games that are coming. Um, so, in case you haven't heard yet, folks, the new games that are coming are Star Wars Squadrons, Virtua Fighter Five ultimate showdown which is actually a remake brand new game and then the other one was called operation tango mm. 
Um, any of those games, something that would interest you? No, not really. I might just try them out, but none of them I'm like... Is the Squadron VR? For. Yes. Okay, so I can't download that. Okay, no, no, yeah, no. I'm a little excited for play that. Play VR. <laughs> yeah, you could, it's a, you could play the whole game in VR. Or without VR. Okay. But it is well, just I'll... it is just a flying game. It is just yeah. space battles. Yeah, so. well, I, I'll yeah, I'll probably be like Adam. I'll give him a go. Doesn't the Virtual Five kind of look like it's Street Fighter or something? Like the the guy on the covers like looks. Like, I always thought that. I always thought right. Looks so like I, Ryu. I decided. Uh, yeah, he looks just like Ryu, and he is yeah. their kind of uh, kind of role model. So it turns out, Virtual Fighter. Its biggest rival is Tekken. Okay, and okay. Street Fighter biggest competitor was always Mortal Kombat. Okay. Seems a bit weird. But basically what it is, Mortal Kombat Street Fighter are seen as the OGs and like they they're fighting for like which is the best fighting game mm-hmm. of all time. Okay. A lot of people are in the iconic Street Fighter camp and a lot of other people are in the kind of iconic Mortal Kombat camp. Virtua Fighter and Tekken were always kind of competing as the two uh, kind of more accessible for everyone fighting games. Okay. Virtua Fighter Sega? Virtua Fighter Sega. And this year is a big anniversary for Sega, and that's why they're actually releasing a lot of games, including new Sonic games and stuff like that as well. But Virtua Fighter 5 originally came out in 2006, and this, and then there was a Virtua 5 showdown, which was kind of like a legacy edition or a definitive edition of that. And this is called Ultimate Showdown. It's a remake of that game. So it's a remake of a remake of a remake. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Um, what's interesting cool. is... Virtua Fighter, I always thought it was sort of the the. On I kind of put it in the same camp as Dead or Alive. It's like the fighting game that no one seems to really play. It's, I didn't really think much of it. Uh, it's older than Tekken. It came out in 1993, and it was it's older than Tekken. Okay. It was well. I it, apparently, it was the first 3D fighting game. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do recall that. I already. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. I'm interested to give it a go because I've never played a Virtua Fighter. So I'm like, yeah. why not? If yeah. it's there, go. why not? I, I sure. do find even on the PlayStation, it doesn't even do a good job of telling you, like, how do you even find the PS Plus games? Like, I always find it really difficult yeah. to discover yeah. them. Like, where are they? I agree. Should be, that should be, like, first page. Here's your games. Yes. Download them. I 100% agree. Yeah, I always trade the sun. Takes me a while to find them. Um, And then as for Squadrons... It obviously didn't perform very well. Mm. That came out last year. Fuck. Okay. Well, I'll give the VR yeah, a go just telling. to see well, what that looks like. You say that. Yeah. But then Final Fantasy VII Remake a year later was released on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, but you see, here's the thing. Right? That's the hype up Integrate though, isn't it? That's the hype up Integrate. With the free PS4 version, you can't upgrade to Integrate. Uh, I suppose, okay. So... Either way, yeah, to, to get the integrate content, you have to purchase in some way Final Fantasy VII Remake. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a there is a and have a PS5. There is another element to it where I, I'll have a PS5. All and for that and door as well. Here's the other thing: Part Two will be PS5 exclusive. Mm, okay. A hundred percent. It you won't be. Like, is this coming? Because remember, like, there was talks of it being. It's in production, like. 
exclusive for a year or something like that or a temporary exclusive is there any talks of that going to any other platform yeah a lot of people are asking about that and i think it's going to pc eventually i do not think it's going to go to xbox interesting man Um, yeah i really don't i mean it'd be nice for with the playstation plus games be nice to have some multiplayer games for us to play i suppose and that's where operation tango comes in good segue eric so operation tango is a co-op game Uh, it's a spy thriller game where one person plays as the agent and the other person plays as the hacker uh, or like the guy in the chair and they're seeing different things but they have to give each other information to kind of solve puzzles and not get caught on their mission well that sounds cool it sounds kind of interesting i I don't know what the gameplay is like but that's the premise Uh, so if it's free why not get out the headset that's a ps5 one isn't it that's That's for the ps5 yeah. yeah yeah okay but Virtua Fighter would also be multiplayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could pick. Yeah, and then I assume Squadrons would be multiplayer? Online multiplayer. I mean, I'm, yeah, but I assume we'd be playing online with all these if we were to play them. No, what I mean, sorry, what I mean is it's not like, like, it's, it's like, in a similar way to, like, Call of Duty online, right? Like, you're not going to be in a like private fight with other people. the two of us. Yeah, I know, but, but all three of us could then be a squad. Oh, you could. Yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Last and we'd lose. Folks. Yeah. We'd lose. Like, fuck. And you'd also be uh, like... You'd be doing Call of Duty Mobile, so you should have some skills on it. But you know, like, in other... Like, say, in Call of Duty or something, you're like, hey, where are you? So here, come meet me in this building. Can you imagine right. trying to find each other in space? Like... <laughs> I'm, I'm by the I'm by star. the big bright thing in the sky over there. I'm, I'm, uh, look, I'm behind the Y wing. For fuck's sake, come on! Which Y wing? <laughs> I'm having a yeah. war by the star. Man, that's like all the stars. What are you doing? The one thing it's I would like say, a like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of those games are like, um, like, oh fuck me, that's gonna be amazing. I was about to buy it. Thank God they've just done that, and now I don't have to buy it. I'll be None a while like before that. we get like that. I think. Yeah, but all three of them at least, are ones that I'd be like, oh, I'd like to try that. Versus yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I get there. a month where it's like, there's only one game I have any interest in actually trying, and the other two I'll never touch. Hmm. And that has happened. So I, I actually think it's kind of a nice mix of, of PlayStation Plus games this time around. Um, the, the Tango one sounds really good. That sounds like yes, good interesting. It sounds like an interesting premise. Uh, it's probably difficult, but I'd say it's a bit of fun. So it's worth giving a go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the PlayStation Plus games coming out this week. For anyone who has a PlayStation wants to uh and try them out and if you didn't know that that's what was coming there you go because playstation for some reason doesn't tell anyone <laughs> so we don't know why it the just end state of play with here's your new free games so that you go oh thanks playstation it's, i don't know what state of, i don't know what state of play is for i really don't i don't know <laughs> i really don't the absolute state of it talking state of play though but yeah horizon 2 looks great integrate looks great and three new games to try out awesome sauce but now we'd love to hear from other people. So, if you've been watching this on YouTube, be sure to jump down into the comments. Let us know your thoughts on Horizon. Let us know your thoughts on Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. And also of those three games, maybe you've played Squadrons before, maybe you've played Virtua Fighter before. You can let us know what they're like. And if you have a PS5, are you going to be trying out Operation Tango? Do let us know. And if you enjoyed this, give us a thumbs up. Hit subscribe and click that notification bell so you know when we put out future content, whether it's podcast episodes or maybe other content. Um, if you're listening to us on audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to us, do also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, to give your take on everything we brought up today. And also, just us as people, let us know what you think of us. We can take it. We can take it. 
Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will be back to talk to you about more gaming-related topics next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.